0: Did
1: you know there is a great and easy way to support Saints Happy Hour? Even if you aren't a patron, Amazon Prime users can support Saints Happy Hour for free. Just click on the text in this episode's description that says instructions on how Amazon Prime users can support the show. It will only take you three minutes and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything. You just do a couple of clicks and you give us $3 of Jeff Bezos' money. So go do it right now. And remember to do it every month. So if you haven't done it yet this month, go do it. And thank you for supporting Saints Happy Hour. Siren, we have breaking news and it's the rare good breaking news siren during saints training camp the honey is back yes i can make i can exhale he's back everything's fine well i love <laughs> that people
2: are coming at us on twitter like taking a victory lap that he's back like that's yeah. not like that's not what we wanted to <laughs> yes it's like
1: yeah like like we were like, man, honey badger, he's we're, we're worried about him. Like, we, uh, I was like, oh, you really planning.
2: got me there. You really threw that in my face. <laughs> like, I you got
1: me. I, there. I yeah, like, <laughs> I was hoping he was retiring. Like, what did you <laughs> yeah. think? Like, what did you think we wanted? Like, we didn't speculate about anything. We just we wanted him. We want him back. We want all the Saints' praise back, and, and this, this particularly for him, just because they're trying to replace two thousand snaps at safety. So, right. like, I think it would be advantageous for him to get in camp. But he's in camp. And all All is is right with the world. Hopefully, though, his personal issues, whatever he's dealing with, hopefully he got it squared away. Um, Because I can tell you, like, if you have family members or parents uh, that have health issues and they're serious, like, you're constantly dealing with it. And it can be a thing that, like, you get it it settled, but it doesn't go away. It's just kind of settled for the moment. So hopefully – Everything is well with him and he can have a great season because we want him to have a great season because if Honey yeah. Badgers is awesome, it probably means the Saints are awesome. Uh, but, Andrew, okay. as far as practice today, uh, Thomas, put this on your to-do list. We're going to need a days since Trevor Penning had a fight graphic.
0: You mean you on the bo- Hill? <laughs> Thick
1: Underhill? Thick yeah, Underhill. Thick Underhill. Because Thick Underhill has had a fight every day since they've been in pads. And Dennis Allen, apparently today, was like, that's enough. Get your ass out of here. And he threw Penning and Dave's UDFA son winner, Malcolm Roach. He threw them both out of practice. Andrew, people yelled at me yesterday, like, because I wasn't, I guess they they didn't think I had the the, the correct amount of concern or the correct amount of talking about him fighting in practice. I don't know, like, what you want me to do. Like, he's fighting in practice. It's not great, but, like, I can't do anything about it. Like, the Saints either get his ass in line or he's going to be fighting all the time and it's going to be a problem because he's going to be getting penalties. But, like... like besides that, I don't know like what you want me, what you want me to say, but like Trevor Penney, like you can't you can't fight every day in practice, my man.
2: Yeah, it can't it can't be every day. Yeah, he's feisty, we know that. Uh, thick Underhill is feistier than Nick Underhill, which is That's a little weird. surprising. But um, you know, it's it, it yeah. I mean, he, he's got to get that under control. I mean, it, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. And you know, look, I respect that he's physical and uh that he's passionate and that he wants to stand out he wants to make play he, he's fighting hard trying to get a job but like dude, that's not the way you know you you got to chill out with that so hopefully it reminds me of Kyle Turley a little bit um you know but like remember these defensive players and offensive players especially guys in the trenches like they, they're competitive and you know, first of all, of all the guys on the roster, I've always been told internally like it, that Malcolm Roach is probably the, the most uh, morally corrupt, I, I'll put it that way, <laughs> of, of the players on the roster. And so it, I, I'm shocked, Ralph, that Malcolm Roach and him haven't gotten into fist cuffs before now. So so the fact that him and Roach are the ones that got kicked out of practice doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but, yeah. You know, the, the thing about Penning is this, like, they, he doesn't have to be best friends with Malcolm Roach. I, I get that some people feel like, oh, this is a problem in the locker room. It's going to set him back culturally. I, I'm not there. Uh, I'm not that worried about that. And I think it's important to remember, like, I remember w- with the Yahoo Finance thing, I, I was asked not to report this, so I never said anything at the time. But, like, there were guys on the defensive side of the ball and the defensive backfield that never talked to Drew Brees again, at least as far as I know, like well into the season, they refused to look him in the eye or talk to him after that interview. So, and like things were fine. Like they, they aren't in the same team meetings. Like they aren't in the same position Mm -hmm. group meetings. They, you know, if you're on offense, like you, like other than like they're in, you're in the locker room together. Like you don't have to hang out with every guy on the roster. So, you know, Penning doesn't have to befriend these guys and he's going up against them in practice. And like, yeah, on some level, if it's like below the belt, uh, if it crosses a line where he's doing it every time, and yeah, it is going to cause problems. But Malcolm Roach and Peyton Turner, like they don't have to be best friends with Trevor Penning. So, you know, I, I would say let's not overblow it either. Uh, but he can't get in fights every day. Like he's got to get that yeah, under control.
1: I, I want to say Mike Golick. He played for Buddy Ryan, and Buddy Buddy Ryan was one of the old school coaches that like he liked fighting during training camp. You know, like some coaches are like Don Shula or Chuck Noah, like you fight, I throw you out of practice. But like certain coaches like Buddy Ryan were like, fighting's cool. It means we're feisty. And he liked the fighting. And Golic said players, the only time they got mad or took it as a serious thing is like if you fought and you were injuring people or you were fighting in a way that would injure people. Then people are like, "Bro, well,
0: a lot are- of times
1: the yes fights.
2: It, well, so the problem with penning that I can, yeah. So I, I think that's a good point. And the problem with penning is he plays right up to the edge of the whistle a lot of times. So you know he might get a little extra shot in right there at the end. Mm-hmm. And so and, and the question becomes like, that's a fine line, right? You can play right up to the edge of the whistle, and that that can be critical if you're trying to get in on a touchdown run and he comes at the very end of the play and and powers the run running back in and it's a touchdown because he plays that way. And sometimes he gets flagged for 15 yards and it's a killer. So, you know, that, that can work both ways. But I think at practice, when you're going up against teammates, guys can really resent you if they feel like they're getting cheap shotted. Mm. And so, you know, that, that's where like the style of play, if it crosses a line where, you took me out at the knees or you blindsided me with the block when I thought the play was over. Like that is a little fucked up to do to do to your teammates. You got to be careful about that.
1: Yeah. So that's where Trevor Penning is. But Thomas, get on that. The, the Trevor, the Trevor Penning phytometer graphic.
2: Yeah. Quick, quick update, uh, days since he has
1: fought currently at zero. (laughs) (laughs) So the other interesting news in, Dennis Allen's post-practice uh, press conference was somebody mentioned about Granderson, and he was very complimentary of your original UDFA Sun winner. He said he's bigger, he's stronger against the run. They're really happy where he is, and and kind of got played under the radar this offseason. Like the Saints extended him, not like a long-term deal, but they extended him a little bit, um to have him under him, they more gave him real money
2: yeah like a few you know, million dollars a year
1: yeah you know it real money and they extended him a little bit so they've got him for a couple more years So like they the, they believe in what he's doing and he's a guy andrew that um uh, he's turned himself in I, I don't know that he's ever going to be a starter or star or transform himself into trey hendrickson but, like, Trey Hendrickson's a unicorn where you pick a dude in the third, fourth round, and they become a consistent double-digit sack guy. Like, that just doesn't happen in the NFL draft. If you don't pick a, if you don't pick a guy in the first round, they usually don't end up being a double-digit sack guy. But if Granderson, if he can be stout against the run, they, they, they kind of need him now because you look at Peyton Turner still banged up, Marcus Davenport ha- isn't back yet. They might not be two separate people. I still believe Dave's theory is correct, that they are the same person, and that's why we never see them together. Um, So, like, it's kind of, I wouldn't say critical, but it's moderately important that, like, Granderson come and play well for the Saints this year.
2: Yeah, uh, well, first of all, Peyton Turner and – well, Davenport was working off to the side today, so I'm I'm guessing he's close. But, yeah, the fact that Turner and Davenport are both not practicing right now is just – I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous uh, and and totally predictable. Um, I will also point out that uh, it shouldn't come as any surprise that, you know, Malcolm Roach, uh, you know, things funnel from the top down in terms of parental influence. And, you know, (laughs) Malcolm Roach gets tossed from practice and Carl Granderson's doing great, you know, improving every day, model citizen now. You know, has, has turned his life around. He's, he's really doing everything the team wants him to do. So, you know, that that's that's a direct correlation to, uh, you know, the, the, how they're treated at home and, and the role models that they see you, as
0: parents. I'm, I'm just
2: piling,
1: saying. Piling on Dave's UDFA parental skills in his lowest moment when yeah, that, poor that Smoke Monday had a serious knee injury and is probably done for the year. That is your lowest blow on Dave, maybe ever in the decade. Plus well, we of we didn't podcast. even talk
2: about smoke <laughs> and like you know. Obviously, there is the comedy element in the sense that Dave lost the competition. He'll be picking first again next year, but on a serious like personal level, I mean, God, that sucks. It really sucks for Smoke Monday, and you know, you were talking about this like. I mean, it's great that Teron Matthew came back today. And, uh, you know, I don't know that Smoke Monday was necessarily making this team, but you know, certainly, like, we we liked his name. Dave was really excited to get him. And, like, for this to happen is just uh,
1: – Yeah,
2: like I, – I hope he bounces back, obviously, and hopefully he's in camp next year and can make some noise and all that. But, yeah, it's just really sad, really sad. And that, that's, that's the NFL, man, like guys around the league are – we're hearing like guys for each team that kind of get nicked and kind of some guys are getting carted off with serious stuff. And uh, unfortunately for the saints, it was smoke Monday. And, you know, uh, the flip side of that is it's not a starter, you know, it's not a guy that they were necessarily counting on, but he was a guy that I really thought could make the team on special teams and contribute. So it's, it sucks, man. It's, it's really, uh, it's it's a a bummer for him. But getting back to Granderson, you know, Granderson is important in the sense that, and and I love the depth on this team on the defensive line. Like Passanio, Granderson, those are guys they're going to need because you don't know with that, Davenport and and Peyton Turner have a history now of missing time and not being on the field and kind of being hit or miss. And so you've got to be able to sustain the, these stretches where they're not playing. And so that that's where Granderson he he's going to play and he's going to get some opportunities and. So it's important. The Saints are counting on him.
1: Yeah, 100%. And look, you know, the thing is with training camp is you just every day that you don't have a major injury to a key performer is a good day. Everything else is kind of if the Saints are good, if the Saints are good in practice, we can say you know, like Troutman has been amazing. Tight end is fixed. If they have a bad day, we can just pretend it never happened and wait till tomorrow injuries is what you as a fan should care about most and teams can't really do that you can't i mean they can try to do it a little and and, and rest guys and do this but as as i've heard coaches say it's like to prepare for the football season you got to play football and injuries are just part of it like you can't like dennis allen can't his main focus is, has to be getting ready for atlanta his main his main focus can't be i gotta keep everybody healthy Right, so you just have to hope the thing rolls your way and you don't get injuries. But it's another day, guys, where we recap practice before anybody else. Everybody else is writing their well, stories. They're gonna. Get-
2: I, 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 we one thing, one other thing. I was gonna say real quick that we haven't talked about before we go is uh, the Saints signed Chris Herndon, obviously, who's a tight end. Oh, that's right. You know, and I gotta say, like, I was stunned that he was available uh, because, like, he he's a guy that you know his rookie year he was with the jets and he started for them as a rookie Caught about 40 balls, 500 yards kind of thing. Uh, I think year two, he got injured. Um, and then year three, he, he was a starter for the jets. Uh, and then they traded him to the Vikings and then he started some games for the Vikings. So like, how, how is he available right now? Like I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm a little puzzled and, and that that's a real head scratcher. Cause he's only 26. He's been in the league for, this is his fifth year and he's been a starter so i am just stunned that at this stage of of camp that he's available and out there but anyway the saints work out a bunch of tight ends they sign him obviously that makes sense with Jason hill missing some time with the, the with the uh, rib injury but to me this is a guy that should make the team um and you know this is not good news for lucas kroll you Kevin um uh, but but uh You know, when I look at Nick Vanette, I I don't know that Nick Vanette is necessarily better than Chris Herndon. I I think that's going to be a good battle, and and Jawan Johnson. Like Some guys are getting put on notice here with that signing, Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that materializes.
1: Yeah, and uh, listen, uh, sometimes, man, the Jets stink gets on you, and it's just really, really hard to wash off. What do you want me to say? Um, But, guys, before we get out of here, I want to say support the show. We made this one free. But support us, join us. We've had a bunch of people sign up. You get access to our Discord where we're talking Saints 24-7, everything about camp. Uh, if you sign up at the $10 level, you get the booze bundle. It's amazing. You should do it. Uh, we need your support. Uh, and it's worth your money. It's going be to be the best money you spend every month to make football season more fun with the Saints. So uh, click on this link, subscribe. And here, Andrew, I'm going to tell him this. Sign up at the $7 level. If you don't like it, and you're like, this sucks, Ralph. I hate it. I'll freaking refund it to you. Sign up at the $7 level. Try us out for a month. If you don't like it, I'll freaking refund it to you. That's how confident I are. I am. And you're going to join us. You're going to love it. And you're going to stick with us all football season. So how about that? Oh, so, and, and
2: by the way, did you see Michael Thomas uh, doing his thing today in seven on sevens? Roasting yep, people I did. With, the, with the hitch?
1: Yeah. He's back, baby. He is. He is. He is back and he's got the list. He's got the names and he's coming. He's coming for all the people that doubted him. Uh, all year long, and he—I'm sure—I'm sure after week one, he's going to start calling out names individually, like he did with Duncan uh, after the first camp, which is just going to be amazing. So it's going to Saints—they're winning—they're winning ten games. and are probably winning the South. You want to be with us all year long? I'm just saying, do it. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Thanks for Thomas for getting us recorded by the dumpster it was dumpster diving today. But guys, thanks a lot, and we and we will see you again tomorrow.
2: Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers. Hunt for muddy puddles. And bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.